0: She's known as the terrorist therapist. She's Dr. Carol Lieberman and um what is your specialty, Dr. Lieberman?
1: I'm a psychiatrist.
0: You are a full psychiatrist. And I uh, just in case you didn't know, I lost my only brother on 911. He was collateral damage. He was on his boat. In South Carolina, went over to see the attack on someone else's TV as he rode over in his dinghy, Uh, came back after consuming alcohol to calm him down and listening to classic music, and his body washed onto a sand dune the next day. The reason I tell the story is uh, people have, you know, I've I've gotten uh, complaints, people saying, well, you're you're making us think that he died in, uh, in New York City. Well, you know, but there is collateral damage, and a lot of people have been affected by this more than we'll ever know, right, Dr. Lieberman?
1: Yes, absolutely. That's a very sad story. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you lost him. And yes, I can imagine people saying, Well, that's not really, you know, 9-11. But of course it is. Um,
0: uh, yes. you
1: know, did you watch the people reading names yesterday?
0: Briefly. Some of the children.
1: Um, just, you know, various people. Uh yeah. did you did you notice anything different from previous years?
0: I did not, but you tell me what did you see?
1: Um, I thought that um, what I saw was that they were uh, there was more sadness, not necessarily sadness. Of course, they were sad about the relatives whose name they were mentioning and so on, but um, but it seemed more than that. And I think what it had to do with was uh, the neglect that um, this administration is giving to 9-11 and the families who lost loved ones. You know, Biden was in the first president to not be at one of the attack sites. He was in Alaska instead of being at ground zero, for example, and um, he went along with a plea deal that was going to give the 9-11 terrorists in Guantanamo uh, a plea deal instead of the death penalty and various things like that. And he gave, he chose 9-11 to give Iran the biggest sponsor of, of terrorism, billions of dollars. I mean, a whole bunch of things that really um, were uh, very upsetting. And I felt like I saw that extra level of sadness, uh, uh, sort of uh, being disheartened. Yeah,
0: I think uh. I think that's their intent, their ploy. They uh, they hate America. Uh, There's a whole group of people out there that hate America, and um, uh, uh, um, so I don't know where you stand politically. Do you live in South Florida? Where do you live?
1: No, no. Well, I'm a born and bred New Yorker. That's how I became. Let me just. uh, That's how I became the terrorist therapist. I'm a born and bred New Yorker. When 9/11 happened, I had already moved to California, but my heart is still in New York. And so I asked myself what I could do, because I knew that this is going to be um, the biggest threat in our lives. It still is, even though a lot of people are in America are so complacent and in denial about, you know, how what a danger the terrorists still pose. Um, so I decided that I would use my, you know, knowledge and so on to help people um, recover from the memories of 9-11 and the effects of 9-11, which are still affecting us today. Um, and also to become more resilient to be able to face the future terror attacks. So I have written two books on terrorism. I do it. I still do a podcast called the Terrorist Therapist Show, where I talk about the current events in terrorism, you know, of the day. Um, and I, you know, I've I've uh, spoken. I speak at various places, and I do a lot of media interviews and all that. Um, because I'm, I'm trying to sort of wake people, besides helping them with dealing with what happened on 9-11, um, I'm trying to wake people up to the fact that the terrorists, you know, it's not a 9-11 and one and done. The terrorists for a thousand years have been told that their biggest, um, the biggest honor that they could have would be jihad. So they are not done. They are overrunning Western Europe already. And there, you know, we see the effects, although in in our mainstream media, you don't really hear about any of this. But um, so I want people to be aware of what is coming and how to live their lives, um, sort of make the most of their lives, you know, and and get stronger physically and psychologically to withstand what's coming, because people are going to be so shocked when when there are more attacks.
0: Jihad. Well, you know, I was... um because of alcoholism and other situations, I was out on my own living alone at 14 years of age without any adult supervision. And I remember that uh, my brother was uh, older than me, 19 or whatever. And of course, I I joined students for a democratic society. (laughs) uh, And I was protesting on Vassar campus, went down to Washington to protest because I was absorbed into this family. And so I can understand, I was, believe it or not, I was a shy, reticent young man. And, um and um you know I can understand where I go to a boy who's too frightened he's a wallflower to ask a girl out but I say hey uh look at Muhammad join our group and if you di- if you live with us and you die for the for what we're doing you're gonna have 17 virgins on the other side of eternity and you're gonna do good and we will love you and you're part of our group you know it's it's a seduction and you know the, the mind of boys you can tell us you're a doctor, the mind of boys is not fully uh, mature until uh, you know uh, mid twenties, mm-hmm. uh, unlike a female that's matured at eighteen. So uh, they're, they're 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 suckered into all this. Would you agree I'm right on target there?
1: Well, yes, and it's kind of like the gangs of you know in in American cities, the gangs you know, people who um don't have a good home life or any home life. And, and yes, like they find people, uh, a gang who will love them and they can belong to something. And yes, or it's like Scientology. <laughs> Same thing. They go after people who um, don't have any connections and are lonely and so on.
0: Yep, I had friends of mine back in the 60s who became Scientologists, and next thing you know is they came back from, I was in upstate New York in Poughkeepsie and down in New York, and he, my friend, and he was driving a cab, he came up to Poughkeepsie, and all of a sudden he's Google-eyed, like he was um, hypnotized. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so who knows about that, but yeah, people can be swayed into this stuff, so uh, you know, you've been a guest uh, the past, you know, 48 hours on many shows, what is it that you like to discuss about what you do? Now I know you've written a couple of books. Could you give us the titles again?
1: Well, one my latest terrorism book is called Lions and Tigers and Terrorists, Oh My, How to Protect Your Child in a Time of Terror. And uh, it's a book for the first half of the book is for parents and uh, grownups and uh, teachers. And then the second half of the book is a picture book for kids. Uh, what is a terrorist? You know, why do they want to kill us? I um, mean that that sounds kind of heavy when I, but but it's terrorism light. It's it's all true, but it's terrorism light. It's getting them to express their feelings about terrorism and so on. It's like what is a terrorist? A, t- a terrorist is like a bully on the playground. So there's a picture of a mean bully on the playground, just as an example of sort of bringing it down well, so children can understand. What do
0: you think of this? There was I saw a video the other day of a little child that had uh, d- uh the president of the united states was there this guy who's in office now and uh she was holding a, ki- a phone but he didn't know the phone was on and he leans down into her face and says you are a very sexy young lady he said but don't <laughs> tell the adults that i said this
1: I that's didn't, i didn't weird. hear that one that's uh
0: it's sick it's weird
1: yes it's yes he has done similar but that's that's pretty bad <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I know we need to get rid of this guy. He is he, we, our country is more in danger now for various reasons, uh, more in danger of a terror attack than we were at 9-11, because, um, first of all, people are coming across the border, north and south, who are on the terrorist watch list. That's not to count the ones that's the ones that they caught, that they looked up, that they were on the terrorist watch list. I'm sure there were many others who they didn't catch. Um then we were importing. Um, we imported eighty thousand Afghans when uh, Biden surrendered in Afghanistan, and not all of them were friendly to America. You know, they just weren't vetted properly. Um, we have a president who has dementia. We have um, we we our armed forces are very weak because they've gone woke instead of uh, being trained in in combat. Um, I mean, there are so many things that really put us in such danger.
0: It sounds like you're you're in the land of liberals out there in California, but if I were to guess and you're also <laughs> Jewish, right? I mean Lieberman Jewish. half my family's Jewish, I would think you'd be democratic, but it's sounding to me like uh, you're uh, you're uh, I don't know if you're a trumpster, but where are where do you stand politically?
1: I am a Republican and I am a Trumpster
0: so am i now what i want to do is now i want to be totally candid okay i did not like it when he said um, to those men he, now he was in the privacy of a of a bus He's with guys. I'll bet you ten thousand dollars. I may not remember it, but I bet you I've said things that, if they were brought back up, would embarrass me. Because sometimes guys get together with the bravado. I don't know if you'd agree with that. I didn't like the way he mocked that that uh, reporter that time. That was really sick. And, but you've got this. You've got this Donald Trump, who I believe the God above has has brought him in at this time to set fire to the field, and we've seen what's flown out of the field. It's outrageous. Um well, how do we how do you deal as a psych, as a psychiatrist with Donald Trump? Because he's got this side where he's a gentleman, but if you throw a pebble at him, mm-hmm. then you're on his death you're on his death list, you know what I mean? And he's he must have been hurt as a little boy, is what I can surmise. You, you're a psychiatrist, you're trained in all this. What do you think about the the two-sided Donald Trump?
1: Yes, um, he is very sensitive to criticism. Um and sometimes he does, you know, he's like a bull in a china shop. And sometimes he says things so just a reaction so quickly, and and the, then if you know, he two seconds later he realizes, oh, I shouldn't have said it that way. <laughs> um, but, You know, the thing is, so no, nobody is perfect. And um, yes, you know, I th- I think he probably his father was. Uh, Critical and and he probably got it from that you know being that he became super sensitive to anything critical, but um, but you know I I agree with what you were saying I'd like to believe that what you were saying um about how God brought him here during this this really dangerous time to bring us out of the woods, um that's if you know that's if we are able to get out of the woods if we're able to get free, uh, fair elections you know um. If, I mean, there's so many pieces that have to fall into place, but I love it that, that um, people are still saying that even if he was in jail, that we would elect him president. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: Well, there's a lot of, there's a lot of young guys. So this one young black guy says, Hey, they arrested Trump. I wasn't for him before, but I'm for him now.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> well, he has shown, you know, with each of these indictments and the stupid rape, rape allegation, and all that each of these things where he's been going, had to go to the, to a jail, you know, and, and, uh, uh, either get fingerprinted, a mugshot finally, and all these other things, you know, I think the reason why, um, people that did get him more to be more popular because people are seeing that he didn't just like, uh, crawl into a corner, like a little wimp, you know, and, and cry about, you know, oh no, they're indicting me again. He really, he really, um, I was going to say, took it like a man. He really, you know, stood up to it. And um, it didn't deter him. And and what that shows is that he's putting America first, you know, that he is, his feelings for saving this country are so much stronger than his own possibly being in jail.
0: Uh, he and he is strangely brilliant and strangely, you know, I'm I'm in my 70th year and I have to take naps. This this guy sleeps about two and a half to three hours a night. Which gives you an added let's see if you if you if you if you ever calculate that money that's like he has an extra week every week of <laughs> being alert and alive. No wonder he has his head is so full of stuff. Uh-huh. So what? What? Uh, Carol Lieberman, uh, tell him. Tell, tell me about your new book and uh, why people should uh, order it.
1: Well, the, the book that I just mentioned to you, Lions and Tigers and Terrorists, oh my, how to protect your child in a time of terror, it's not just about 9-11, it's about understanding terrorism altogether. It's also about, you know, there's a part, um, both in the part, the first part that's for grownups and the second part for kids. At the end of each part, there are things that they can do to become stronger, to become healthier, to appreciate this, to become more patriotic, to appreciate this country more. Um, you know, it's things it's not just about 9-11. It's, you know, it's things that really all Americans or all American children should be taught, you know, that there is a, a problem. I mean, this is the 22nd anniversary. So anybody who is less than or up to 22 years old uh, wasn't around on 9-11. And yeah. so, so they don't ha- they can't have the same feeling. Unless parents, um, I mean, they can never have the same feeling of what it was like, but they can get a better appreciation if parents, um, you know, show them movies, for example, Flight 93, something uplifting or, you know, there, it has to be a part of our consciousness. I'm not suggesting that everybody should um, stay in bed and pull the covers over their head. Um, you know, and be so scared, in other words. Oh, my God, the terrorist is going to get me. But but the problem is that the the Obama-Biden White House is trying to make it so that we forget 9-11 and we just think of January 6th as the worst terror attack on our country.
0: Oh, my word. Oh, my word. You know, they were just a, a, a few of those just, you know, they wanted to do some good, but bumbling idiots, you know, it's just... <laughs> There was, you know, or, and and we've seen the videos that there, in fact, was not a lot of violence, like they said. And five people that we've been lied to by the New York Times. Then five people were not killed. There was one girl who was killed by a police officer. Yes. But, but but if any died, anybody died within the next few months, they said it was because of January yes. 6th. Anyway, it's just they have learned it's OK to lie, apparently.
1: Yes, yes. And the lies get bolder and bolder. And that's why. You know, it has to stop now. I mean, I'm really glad that they are finally taking some action in terms of impeachment. I mean, they could have used the 25th Amendment a long time ago. He was not fit, um, mentally fit to serve. But whichever way they get rid of him, I don't care (laughs) just as long as they get rid of him.
0: Well, do you think, you know, I watched a video the other day and it was when when Trump got elected all over CNN and CNBC and all this stuff everybody who's famous within the democratic party was saying we believe that they stole the election we believe they stole the election four years later we're saying we believe they stole the election i want to know do you think what do you think are we capable of having uh, have we gone the way of a third world nation now where uh, you know you just have your competition arrested like putin does
1: well so we certainly i mean so much of what's happening certainly seems that way um mm. uh, you know i think when our fathers um, wrote the Constitution and all that, they didn't imagine that people, they didn't imagine an Obama or a Biden. You know, they just thought everybody would be um, in high office, would be, would love this country and would take care of this country. And um, they didn't envision, I mean, you know, yes, they had the 25th Amendment and they have uh, impeachment, all that. I mean, they did envision it to some degree, but I don't think that they ever thought that it could get this um malicious or this crazy as as it has gotten
0: well listen we run out of time for today so what i'd like to do is again what's the title of your new book
1: lions and tigers and terrorists oh my how to protect your child in a time of terror and if they go to my website terroristtherapist.com, they can see the video that was on the mobile truck that I had in New York City and Washington D.C. yesterday for 9/11 with the video on it because it's how, it tells people why to how to why you need to remember 9/11, um, how to talk to your kids about it, all kinds of various things that are useful to know.
0: <laughs> well, I think you need to hook up with Moms for Liberty too. Uh, because I was uh, was texting back and forth with the founder of that. Now they're across the nation. You'd be perfect as a guest speaker at their next annual convention. But I have to say goodbye, Dr. Carol Lieberman. I hope you'll come back again soon. God bless you. Keep doing the good work you're doing, okay?
1: Thank you so much.
0: Thank you very much for coming on last minute like you did. Really appreciate it. Okay. Okay, bye-bye, doctor.
1: Bye-bye.